<laughs> Give me a dance. No, I ain't dancing. Give me your best JCVD dance. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is one of, like, I, I can be honest, like, this might be one of the weirdest movies we've done. I'm I serious. I guess. Like, if you I mean, see, like. This is how weird it is. We're opening it right now. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, like, think about, like, what happens in this movie is so all over the place. The tone is so wildly different scene to scene. Like, it's like a fucking roller coaster. And then by the end of the movie, it's one of the darkest movies we've done. Yeah. There's dogs being killed. There's a cripple being kidnapped. Someone's getting raped. But the dog didn't get killed. Or he didn't get killed. Is it, there's an, atta- there's an assassination, assassination attempt on a fucking dog. What I'm saying is like the scene, like you could have a scene before that that's like this goofy, weird 80s thing. And then like it takes a turn to like this weird, dark place. Kind of like your life's going good. And then you get tickets in the mail to be on the Springer show. And you know you're only going there for a couple reasons. Like, either sure. you've been fucking your cousin, yeah. your girl's cheating on you. Your aunt's pregnant with your baby. Yeah, some crazy shit. Yeah. It, it's not a good reason why you're on the stage at the Springer show. Like, you could be in the audience. And you smoke just enough meth to say yes. Yeah. So now you're on an airplane. Now you're about to be on Springer. That's what this movie is. It's like, yo, it's him living the life and then Springer show tickets. You fucked, son. You didn't know you fucked up until you're on stage and the meth is wearing off. I mean, at least if you get tickets to be on the stage at Maury, it's just, you know, you might have knocked somebody up because they somehow fucked 38 people in one night. You are or are not the farther. Yeah. 38 dudes in line. Somebody's fucking daddy. Yeah. Like, that sounded wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody is the father. But am I wrong about this movie? Like, this movie is weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, remember. I don't remember it being this weird. I don't either. I thought this was more of like just like a straight up, like martial arts, like film. martial arts film. And I guess it kind of is. It's just so. It's odd. like seventy five percent martial art film, and then that random twenty five percent of just. All what? right, man, we gotta push this story along. Man, let's throw some fucking curveballs in this motherfucker. Sure. Whoa. Which is the only reason I would say that I like this movie. It throws you for if it, if it wasn't for all, for all that shit. I don't think I would like this movie. Think about this. I vaguely, fucking vaguely remember seeing this fucking movie as a child. There is seven other kickboxer movies. (laughs) And none of them have Jean-Claude. What if, as each, the the series progresses, they throw more core balls in each fucking movie? That's what I'm saying. We have to do the sequel just to see if this was just some fluke. Yeah. That, like, whoever was making the movie didn't quite realize what they were doing. So this is the end of this episode, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. We're going to go watch the second one and do a twofer. No. No, the fuck we're not. Like, I was kind of okay with the movie up until um, the, what, I can't remember her name, gets raped. Yeah. And I was like, are we shitting me? Are you shitting me right now? But also, the way it comes about, we'll discuss it when we get to it. How about that? Yeah. Because it's... I guess we should. We should just... Oh, we're fucking back, by the way. Woo! Yeah. Well, I don't know who this wee shit is. You got a mouse in your pocket? I never went nowhere no. except to work, son. Me and you are back together. It's been two weeks. We've never been apart. He didn't even ask how my fucking trip was, guys. Yeah. He didn't even ask. I did. Before we started recording. That doesn't count. But guess what? That doesn't I, fucking no, count. No, I asked. Guess what? These people never sent you an email to ask how it was either. So, you bunch of assholes. No, <laughs> could you imagine that? You get an email. How was your trip? You're like, who the fuck?
fuck out of here. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it was nice. Well, why don't you tell people about your trip? Nah, I'm good. Exactly. <laughs> he didn't do shit. He probably murdered some people. I didn't really. We did like touristy shit. He's probably like the Iceman, you know? He lives this normal life where he does a podcast shit like that. I will say this, though. This was... <laughs> I went into a fucking... In Batavia, I went to this liquor store. Because like, it's weird. Like, you know, here we have ABC stores. Yeah. Up there, like, grocery stores, I don't think they can sell wine or liquor either. Yeah. Uh, some of them don't even have beer. That's fucking weird. But they have liquor stores, not ABC stores. They just yeah. have liquor stores. And I went in to this beer and wine place. And there was this super New York dude. Behind the counter. He was the owner, I'm guessing. He was really friendly, really nice. But as I was checking out, Watson had already checked out. As I'm checking out, he starts telling us this story about this guy who had walked in, about how his kids had just died. And he went on for like 10 minutes about how shitty this dude's life had become. I was just trying to buy some beer, homie. Yeah, like, whoa. And I just had to stand there and be like, oh, that sucks. As if I know the guy. Like, I don't fucking know now you Now you're people. giving me a reason. Can I open this bottle right here? Seriously. I, I was like, who are you? Like the saddest shit. You're like, how am I supposed to compare to this story? I felt like I should have been that Peter Griffin meme or no, Homer Simpson meme where I just fade into the bushes. Yeah, like I'm out, like, bitch. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. I'd have looked at fucking a watch and been like, man, look at the time, man. I got to go. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, damn. Why you got to throw cold shit at people, man? Like, I thought, like, he was just going to say some shit and it was going to be like a 10-second ordeal. Nah. No. I had to stand there for five minutes. Homie went hard in the paint. Yeah. He just kept going. He just kept going. I'd have been like... There was other customers, Steve. It wasn't like... Did up? No. Oh. He just had to tell you. Yeah, he was just telling me this fucking story. You have that look of, I need to tell this guy this shit. I was like, God damn it. Like... No, nah, dude. Me you should have been like, can I get my receipt? And, me and, and this was the first, I think it was the first day. So, like, the first day we were up there, and me and Watson just walked out and looked at each other like, well, I was fucking happy to be on vacation. Yeah. Now I'm sad that this dude just lost his fucking kids. Yeah. like, And now he's an alcoholic, and he's like, Jesus Christ. His kids passed away? Like, yeah, his kids are fucking dead. I think he's divorced. Now he's drinking all the fucking time. Like, God damn. What the? You know what? Maybe you should talk to this, not you, maybe the store owner or whoever behind the counter should talk to this dude and try to give him something to live for or something. You know? I don't know. I didn't know what not to do, Steve. tell this dude's business to other customers. Seriously. Like, guess what, homie? You're getting Listen, a one-star review on Yelp. Like, the place wasn't packed or anything, but there was like four of us in there. He'd be like, hey, you don't want just that. Just telling just random people this dude's business. Yeah. I'm a laughing like, next week, that dude goes back and was like, why you tell all these motherfuckers my shit, son? Especially two people who had just got into town, were happy as shit, trying to get boozed up. And then we walk out sad as fuck, never wanting to return. I don't, and yeah, we didn't. I we went to a different liquor store. did not go back. I've been like, no, nah, man. Or I would have turned around after I checked out and bought like Yeah, we did. We went, to a, we went to another place. Some Middle Eastern people ran. You, I mean, you know how they fucking run shit. They ain't telling you a goddamn thing. Hell no. They, they want you At least if, out, if you're fucking whitey, they ain't telling you shit. Make money. And I like that. Yeah, like, leave me alone. And guess, I like that. Look, there's a reason we're all drinking, man. And guess what? It ain't always happy shit. Look at home dude that just left the store for you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know why people are drinking. 
You can be like, man, I just got a promotion. This dude's like, I just buried my kids. God like, damn, fuck. it got dark quick. Like, I don't want to drink no more. <laughs> Have my alcohol, motherfucker. I don't need it. But yeah, so that was a thing. Yeah. I didn't, I, while you were gone, I didn't have no crazy shit like that. Like, nobody talks to me when I go out in public. It's, it's <laughs> Jesus. really good. Once in a while, I'll get people to try to strike up a conversation, and I just stare at them. That's it. You just stare until they go away. Or I say some stupid-ass shit. And like, the fuck's wrong with this guy? I didn't say anything to this man. I just said, oh, man, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, that's sad. What, what? What's the three things from Not Another Team Movie? It's like, all right. That shit is whack. Like, yeah, basically, yeah. that's what you have. Like, what do you do in that situation? You got to one up him, man. Be like, well, I had three kids and I drown them in a bathtub. Whoa. And then be like, thanks for the alcohol. <laughs> and he just leave. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation. Me neither. I mean, people throwing heavy shit like that. Like, I don't know what you're after for me. Some emotional. Because it was, it was also one of those things where, like, he did it as I was turning to walk away, you know? So, like, I'm, like, turning to walk away, and then he starts telling me a story. I'd have kept going, man. I, I already, should have. I already made a conscious decision to go. I should have, but I didn't. Because he could have, for all you know, been telling the person behind you. Nah, he was looking right at me. Oh, man, he got into your soul. Yeah. He was like, you look like Because God. the other dude, the dude that was behind me, it was just like, he had this look on his face. It's like, I've heard this, like, 15 times. Can you just sell Can me you my just alcohol? fucking sell me my fucking... Butt heavy. Yeah, look, man, I'm buying Mad Dog for Christ's sake, man. <laughs> What's the fucking problem here? I don't need a story. But anyways, let's get this shit started. Let's go. Listen or perish. Sacrifice your morals. Fill your brain with trash. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Trash for Brains, a podcast where we need to nitpick a movie of ours or your choosing. My name is Philip Kinney, and with me, as always, is Stephen Wallowich. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Pahil. <laughs> like, no. I don't know why I had to tell you that story, but that was, like, the only time, like, someone really, like, put me in a corner up there. I saw some other weird shit, but, you know, that's for another episode. Oh, God. Probably a fucking Fear for Brains episode. Yeah. The- I, I accidentally found myself in some ghettos, so we'll talk about that in Fear for Brains. <laughs> you accidentally. No, GPS took you there. I mean, yes. GPS did take me there. Yeah. I didn't realize how fucking ghetto it was. Run it was down. like that Dave Chappelle bit. Liquor store, gun store, gun store, liquor store. <laughs> oh, yeah. Freaking, I was like, where the fuck are you taking me? Yeah, it's like, I'm tired of this shit, son. No. Nah. Well, let's... Take this back to 1989, Ghetto Thailand. <laughs> where did they start off? I don't at? know where the fuck they started off. It, America. He's like this, what, what's his name? Ravishing Rick Rude. Okay. He looked like Ravishing Rick Rude. He had the purple on. <laughs> he had the mustache. I mean, I think his name was Eric. I have no or idea. No, no, no. No, Kurt's fucking Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude. Harry? He was Eric. Harry? Eric. Harry? Okay, sure. Are you sure it's Eric? Yeah, it's Eric. I ain't making this shit up. I made up that he was ravishing Rick Rude. That motherfucker was a wrestler, okay? He was not a kickboxer. I mean, he could have kickboxing. I mean, he had one hell of a mullet. I mean, the dude, that guy, though, is a legit world champion kickboxer. Oh, is he really? Yeah, well, he was, okay? Back in those days, I guess. All right. Like the 80s. 
I believe you. Yeah. It, it said it Kinda. on his profile. I mean, he could be Frank Dukes in us and lying his ass off. But I think this guy was legit. Oh, my God. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, like, Jean-Claude keeps taking these movies where motherfuckers <laughs> lie about their fucking shit. But you got a movie now. I would have loved one of, like, the people in the crowd. You just hear, like, in the background, Kumate. Yeah, that would be funny. Like, wrong goddamn movie. <laughs> or, like, how they were calling him a cow at the end, and it stands for, like, white warrior or some shit. Which is hilarious. Yeah, cow? Like, white what? What? Kind of fucking cows you I don't know what the fuck they were saying. But calling him the white warrior is hilarious and could never happen today. No, no. You guess what? This movie be back on the fucking editing floor. Like, y'all got to change this shit. <laughs> but, yeah, it starts at, in America at a high school gym. Yes. Because it didn't look like an auditorium or, you know, civic center. No. You know, UFC fight, none of that shit. This dude has been like, it seems like this guy has just like been on this weird circuit where he's just fighting anyone who challenges him. That's what it seems like. Yeah. I mean, granted, if you want to be the best, you got to take on all challengers. And you want to fight the best, but granted, the guy he was fighting didn't I look like guess. the best. Is that what? That's not what fighters do, though. Like, I want to be the best of the best, and you just like go around fighting random people. Well, see, this wasn't like random people. This won't Kimbo slice in the backyard. It kind of this is, is dude. He went from like New Jersey to fucking Thailand. Well, all because after he beats the shit out of this one dude, he's like, "Yeah, I'm the best." And the reporter's like, "What about Thailand?" Blah blah. Let's get some plane tickets. Like, huh? But you ain't got like an agent. Some shit like that where they can help you. None of that bullshit. I don't even know who the fuck's calling me, but guess what? <laughs> Go to fucking voicemail. I thought you were going to put him on the podcast. Oh, I could have. Hello! Dude, if they call back, we'll do that. Because it was unknown, so you know it was a fucking telemarketer. Yeah. We'll play this fucking game with you. But, uh, nah, so... The thing is, like, do they not know, like, anything about Tongpo or anything? I don't think they do, man. No, they couldn't, because you think about it. You think when the reporter mentioned him, he was like, let's go to Thailand. You would have had somebody that would have been like, all right, let's do some research on this guy. Uh, who Who is this reporter? How do they fucking know? Because like he's not like, Tong Po isn't like, it's, there's no way he's like some known fighter. He's like, only known there. He's like a fucking, yeah, like they're in fucking Thailand. Yeah. Some like little village area. Where they fight in the Dorton Arena. Like, <laughs> We can say that because we know what it is. Dorton Arena is a sad little arena in Raleigh, North Carolina now. It used to be the shit, Brian, in the 40s and 50s. <laughs> it might have been. I probably, don't know when the fucking Dorton opened. Couldn't tell you. I don't know. Watch it probably open to like 81. It is sad, but. Sad now. So off they go to Thailand, which, goddamn. So Kurt, I think they're the Sloan brothers. Yeah. So Kurt is a sensible one, you know. Whatever. Fucking Ravishing Rick Rude is like... Well, this is why he gets crippled, man. Yeah. He doesn't like, listen to his brother. He went and had fun with a lady of the night. She wants to sleep with a world champion. She don't even know what the fuck you're a champion of. She doesn't want my wallet. She wants the champion. It's like, no one knows who you are, you yeah. mustachioed bitch. Yeah, mustachioed bitch. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yo, man, she just wants that dollar, son. She's a whore. <laughs> a hooker. A yeah. lady of the night. Like, goddamn. Like, you sick fuck. So, he just How goes, surprised do you think he was when she fucking just held her hand out for that quiche? Yeah. Like, give me that shit, son. Like, what? I thought you wanted to sleep with the champion. She's like, nah. 
Give me that money. It's like, por qué? <laughs> <laughs> Give me my shillings. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the currency is. Need my doubloons. <laughs> yeah, doubloons. So, yeah, whatever. Well, then they go to the arena, and this arena looks just as shitty as the one in America. It does. Like, God damn. Yeah, because this is like a shitty fighting circuit. Like, what is he the champion of? I think he was the world heavyweight champion. I don't know what division. Like, what? International Kickboxers Association. In kickboxing? <laughs> okay. Got it. Obviously, no one gives a shit about kickboxing. If you're out here in Thailand fucking fighting random people. Yeah. Like, maybe in his circuit, there's only like three people. He's like, man, I, I can't keep beating You're fucking kick. out in fucking a Newark gym fucking yeah. fighting some random asshole. <laughs> Obviously, no one cares about you. And it's like, you know, he sends old Kurt to go get us some ice. Give us some ice. I need some ice. And Kurt going to run around. And in the darkest fucking hallway known to man, shady as fuck looking, here's this man kicking oh, something. Thump. 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 That'd be funny if dude was faffing. I was like, that's a load-bearing pillar, okay? Pongto, or whatever your fucking Tong name po. is. Tongpo. <laughs> Don't t- kick the load-bearing pillar, Tongpo. TP, you better the whole goddamn, This is fucking Thailand, man. Like, the whole goddamn place is going to come down. But, I mean, I, I feel like homie... You know, went and told his brother right because now, granted, Tom Poe turned around. He's like, "Oh, somebody's watching me," and then he's like, "Break!" Like, all right, look, creep show. Like, all right, I'd have been like, thumbs up, you know, and just walked out. Could have been awesome if fucking John Claude just didn't say anything to his brother. Yeah, just like, good luck, buddy, and just slaps him on the back. (laughs) Good game. (laughs) Want to cheat? So he goes back to his locker room. You don't need to fight this dude. You don't need to fight him. He was kicking. Concrete. Like this man was kicking a yeah, a pillar. And he whooped the shit out of Ravishing Rick Rude. Yeah, he beat the shit out of him. Like, and that that's why after this, he went on man, to be good at wrestling ass. because he realized I need to get some better moves than just feet and fist. I need pile drivers, <laughs> body slams. Yeah, man, like, I don't know. This is weird. But it's the eighties. The eighties. Every fucking movie like this, you could be a badass. And guess what? You start off and dude gets his ass handed to Yeah, him. I don't get it though. Like, that's crazy. Why make him the world, you said world champion? I think he was world heavyweight champ. And then get his ass whooped. And then get just get like taken down because some dude knows Muay Thai? Or some shit. He could have been doing fucking Tai Chi. Like, what the fuck are ass. we talking about? You did, like, you're a world champion. You haven't. You know what been better? You haven't, like, run into, like, Thai boxing? <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know what been better? If it was Steven Seagal, that's Tong Po. And God is, oh, I thought you meant fucking uh, Mustachio. It'd been fucking great. Because I want to see him get the shit kicked out of him. Like, you're like, oh man, this dude, like, the reason I'm saying that is like, Jean Claude sees him kicking the center block or the fucking pillar, the whatever pillar. you want to call it. And then they get in the ring and he does Steven Seagal moves. And he's just like, I like how he, he calls his shots too, like Babe Ruth. Oh, yeah. Tong Po. Like, damn, son, <laughs> I'm going to do that. Like, like, all right. I was like, I feel like this is gonna be your demise, but okay. Like, what? What? What if he tapped his knee and then you tapped your elbow? Maybe wiggled your ear. Like, it was what a I think game. is like, didn't kickboxing come from Muay Thai? Possibly. I'm not a student of the art, so I do not want to fucking say yes. <laughs> that's what. I'm well, I mean, probably. that's my thing. Is like, Jean Claude says that he knew karate. Yeah. That his brother's a kickboxer. Oh, no. He did karate. And like ballet and dance and shit. 
Yeah. And he learned languages. That's what mom made him do. While dad made the other brother be an athlete. So you could tell who mom liked and who dad liked. I guess, but like John Claude's like way more ripped. And he seems more talented from the get go. Yeah, but he didn't know Mustachio fucking seems like he's in fucking Mike Tyson's knockout. That's a great game. You do not you see his like little game. fucking shuffling moves. Like that's all it reminded me of. Yeah, he was the Italian. He's Glass Joe. Yeah, <laughs> got his ass whooped in the first fucking match every fucking time. So yeah, Jean Claude looked like he had more skill, but then by saying, "Well, I took some karate." No, yeah. as this dude fucking severs this dude's spinal cord with his elbow. <laughs> Like, the fact that he kicked the towel out the ring, oh dude, I was God. dying. That he was shit. like, now, fuck that shit. You ain't throwing this towel in. I'm going to fucking kill him. And then, like that, he was doing wrestling moves, man. See, Ravishing Rick Rude won't train enough. I wanted to see him slap the fucking underside of his elbow. Slap that. And just fucking lay down on his ass. Come off the top turnbuckle. <laughs> like, it would have been a lot better. Guess what, man? You could get While you still have Jean-Claude in the background. No! Yeah, it's just like Jean-Claude yelling at the redneck dude in the Kumite. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all it is, man. You got to have it's that. It's the same shit. It's the same shit. Yeah. But guess what happened in this movie that didn't happen to Kumite? They dropped homie off on the fucking road. That is hilarious. And he was like, yo, where's a fucking hospital? Like, Fuck you, man. We don't mm. give a shit. This is Thailand, sir. Yeah. There is no hospital. Like, and they locked the gate there. They're like, deuces. <laughs> like, guess what? You don't get no loser's purse. You don't get none of that shit, man. They were like, yo, this dude's going to be dead on the side of fucking Main Street out here. Like, <laughs> God damn. And then, so now he's paralyzed from the waist down. This is fucking wild, son. Yeah, they're like, nobody got in trouble for this. He got elbowed in the fucking back that hard where it severed his fucking spine. Fuck yeah, man. It's Tong Po. Go ahead. He didn't even look that strong. Talk some shit about Tom Poe. I'll fuck his ass up. He's old as shit now. Yeah, I'll, I'll beat his geriatric I'll, ass. I'll shoot the fuck out of this dude. I'll beat him with a fucking yeah. club. This motherfucker, he'll look, come in this fucking door, tap his bows at you, and then I'm going to tap a fucking 45. Fuck that. All right, motherfucker, what's up? I'll shoot bottle rockets at his ass. Yeah. I bet he'll fall down. He's <laughs> a fucking up. old crippled ass. <laughs> He probably still beat the shit out of both of us. Probably. If he still practices training. <laughs> Cut to me being thrown through a wall by an old man. <laughs> Tong God. No, Tong Po. And then he's like, you see this elbow and is then, going to your and spine. And then Steve has to train for three months to fight yeah. his ass. Because somehow, I will train, and in three months, I'll be able to take this dude to fuck out. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it ain't going to take three months to take Tong Po out, son. I'm going right down to like Eagle One. I'm buying a fucking rifle. I'm going to shoot this on bitch. <laughs> yeah, we ain't getting in the ring, son. You can dip your hand in whatever the fuck you want. And Steve's just going to whip out a fucking AR. Is this what fucking uh, Hot Shots Part 2 is making fun yeah. of? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it would have been better if they dipped it in gummy bears and shit in this movie. Oh, my God. That's all I could think of. Yeah. that That's all I ever think about when he's dipping <laughs> the shit. I'm like, where's all the fucking sweet treats at? Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> It's like a little, like an ice cream stand. <laughs> you just dipping your hand in fudge oh God. and things like that. And then you'd be eating it, and then you punch the guy. And he, That's all I would do. I'm like, this. you wouldn't even be fighting, man. The, like, the fight would be who's going to finish their gloves first. Because <laughs> I'm going to eat the shit out of it. I can win that fight. Yeah. You're going down, Tongpo. 
You don't look like you eat a lot of sweets, so I got this in the bag. <laughs> I'll wash it down with some I berries. I got granola fudge and gummy bears, bitch. I'm taking you down. <laughs> Throw the granola in his eyes. <laughs> but, like, the, the, the problem was, like like I said to you earlier, most of these 80s movies, it's like, okay, Jean-Claude had a little bit of training, not a lot. But you mean to tell me, over the course of this film, in two to three months, he gets good enough to fight Tong Po? Yes. Call him bullshit. Tong Po been training his whole goddamn life. Now, the weird thing is, well, like, we don't know how to gauge Jean-Claude in this movie. Like, we assume that he's not as good as his brother, but his brother is, like, kind of an arrogant prick. Yeah. So, like, we don't know how skilled he is. But the problem is... What I'm getting at is Tom Poe has been probably training since he was fucking walking. And you train in this style for two to three months. And you're no, basically a fifth degree black belt. You're right. I mean, I'm, I'm not even trying to argue it. Like, it's more or less like most of the time in like these movies, like we would have some kind of gauge to where he was. Right. But the only thing that we get in this movie is that weird park scene. Where they're like training in a park for some reason. Yeah. Just fucking. And fucking Mustachio is saying like, oh, that's your fucking problem, man. You don't fucking power kick. Let me show you some power kicks. Now Wait, let's go what? back to the motel. Wait, what? Like, what are you talking about? I'm holding a fucking bag. How am I going to kick the bag I'm holding? It's like, uh, not any of this. It's like, we're sparring. I'm not like, why are you like, I'm you not want trying me to, to fuck you up, son. It's like, compare your legs to John Claude's. He has fucking giant legs. Yeah, we never see his legs. He got tree trunk legs. Like, we never see what's his... Uh, yeah, we don't see his legs. Rabbit and Rick Rude, because he's in, like, like... Fucking crippled. Silk pajama... Oh, blood. <laughs> I was like, silk pajama pants. Freaking... But they go there, and now you got Jean-Claude going door to door, trying to go to the school, and his first thing out the gate is, I want to fight that guy. But this is... I think at this point, this is, like... This is either the second or third, like, weird out-of-place montage in this fucking movie. Oh, yeah. It's like, is this necessary? Like, I don't think it is. I think you could just have a scene of... Like, that first scene of him going in and getting laughed out, which was fucking hilarious. And that would have been fun. And then, you, yeah, you just have fucking um, Winston out there. And, like... We don't need that weird shot, that POV shot, inside the fucking van following around Jean-Claude <laughs> to all these goddamn... Whatever the fuck, all these dojos, and the the fact that Winston finally is like, I can take you to a guy. I don't know if he'll train you, but we gotta go to the bar first. It's drinking time. I know a guy, and he's the most known person around here, and he's the best of the goddamn best. Yeah, I know him. We're like what? And I bet he'll train your white ass. Yeah, like come on, dude. And yeah, he's also gonna let you fuck his goddamn niece. Yeah, he's gonna fucking train me because it's in the script, Winston. It's going down, son. Winston. But my thing is this. So Winston makes him go to a bar with him. The this bar. is pointless. Pointless as shit because honestly. It's not necessary. Like this movie is what? An hour 45? Yeah. Why is this in the movie? When he tells old fucking Kurt. Oh. Well the reason I'm helping you is because I was in Nam And I had a best friend. And all that shit. And he's like. And he died. And then I see another boy. And I can help him because the brother. Like. No what? one cares. Nobody gives a hey, shit. Hey Winston. Not a single soul on the planet. You just wanted an American drinking buddy that can understand what the fuck you're saying. It's like, go fuck yourself. I didn't need this weird scene in this Taiwanese fucking strip club. No. I don't even know if Taiwanese is a fucking word. It is today. <laughs> Surprise. You're learning new language. Listen, I love, like, I mean, it's fine, but it's so unnecessary. 
Yeah. So much needs to happen in this movie that this is so out of place. And like, okay, we should go over and we'll we'll forget all about it. Be like, okay, this is probably like the fourth random shit thrown in this movie, the Vietnam backstory. What? Oh like, my god. Like, don't act like you fucking some holy roller now. Also, like, what was he talking about? Like like he was a Vietnam vet, right? Yeah. So what was he talking about? Like he got sent there and then just stayed there? So the motherfucker went AWOL. Yeah, but and this isn't Vietnam, though. Yeah. So, hey, buddy. What the fuck are we talking about? You drank so much, you forgot what country you're in. <laughs> yeah. You obviously did not read the script, bitch. Like, I don't, like, I'm sure I'm wrong about this, yeah, but I mean, are. like, that's what it sounded like, right? Like, yeah. he was there, so he just stayed there? Like, he got, well, like, well, stationed there. It's, it's kind of like, he was in Nam. Are, is and then there, he went wherever and he got stationed in Thailand and he just never went back home. I don't maybe, know why I'm arguing. Maybe there's <laughs> an Air Force like, base there. I don't know. Listen, like, I'm just confused and I want clarity. Yeah. Well, you better get some goddamn clarity. Hook a <laughs> homie up, son. That's the only way you're getting clear with this shit. I do. You hear my sniffles? Or you could talk to whoever fucking wrote this movie. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, so, he drives him to, I don't even know what this dude's... He's just out in the fucking sticks. Master Yin. What's his name? It should have been Donnie Yin in this movie, but I don't think he was old enough to be fucking playing in these goddamn movies. Because Donnie Yin should have showed up as Ip Man. What's his name? Zen Chow. Okay, okay so we're saying Yin Chow. Chow Chow. Yin Chow. Yin Chow? Yeah. You just took the X off? Um, yeah, but I don't think that's pronounced because oh. Winston says Ian. Oh, okay. So or Ian. maybe he's just fucking bullshitting. I don't know. He probably is. Ian Chow. He's a fucking We're going to call him Ian. Yeah, Ian. Winston's a con artist. So, how the fuck? <clears throat> I don't fucking... I don't even know how he knows him. I don't really care. It doesn't fucking matter. It, you, we just need John claude to get to this fucking place. Yeah. And the guy, like, at first he didn't want to train him, did he? No. I mean, that's fucking classic. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do this. Go get my fucking groceries, you white bitch. And, and why is he trapped? Like, why does he have booby traps around his goddamn house? No one knows. You know what? I don't know if you know this, but that's Data's grandfather. Because fucking... Goonies. I don't even know what the fuck... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because he's booby trash, man. What if his granddaughter or whoever that chick was, niece, whatever... Miley. What if she, like, got drunk one night, went off the fucking magic path to fucking dude's house, and then she was strung upside fucking down? Honestly, the tone of this movie is so all over the place, I wouldn't have been surprised if that happened. Yeah. I mean, what if he got a little liquored up one night and got in his own trap and couldn't get out? And he just died. Dude. Well, he would die with yeah. blood in his brain. <laughs> fucking stop putting His brain would have drowned in his own blood. Nice! So, whatever. But yeah, go get groceries. And then all of a sudden, Jean-Claude fights off the two dudes that I don't even, who, her down Who's the gangster? What's his name? Frank I, Lee. Oh, that's okay. I don't know. Frank Lee. I want to say it's Lee. Like, L-I. Tao Lu? Oh, it's Tao Lu? I have no idea. I don't fucking know. Like, there's a dude credited in this movie called Big Tie Man. Big Tie? Damn! <laughs> you could have named him like Cody? Uh, I have no idea. I think it's Tao Lu. It doesn't fucking matter. Where Mr. Is, Smith. Whoever this fucking shitty gangster is, two of his henchmen are there to collect money. Yeah, shake it down. Like, how much are they really gonna shake down? And fucking. Dude, it, this village is two buildings. Yo, man, you, you gonna give me that. What are you going to get fucking 10 cents? Yeah, yeah, 10 cents. God Guess damn. what? This 10 cents is going to save an African child 
I saw that Chris Kringle video. <laughs> I need that 10 cent shakedown. I have what sponsored a child. This is what it. I don't understand. Is like she has a shop, but like who is the shop for? Yeah, because she was loaded with shit. Like they're in the country country. So so hold on. Let me get this straight. She is stealing food for fucking farmers because she ain't no fucking farmer selling it and then worried about getting shook down, man. It's a whole vicious well, cycle. Thing. She has to be making enough money to buy the goods that she sells. So like or she takes them from the farmers and it gives them a cut, but she lies to them because she ain't got no goddamn accountant. So really, maybe she's the real gangster. She is, man. Kickboxer too. She's the gangster. She's the one that led Tong Po to JCVD. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it is, man. We need to watch this second one. I hope my head cannon is reality. <laughs> we. <laughs> I mean, yes, we do have to watch this second one because, like, there's so there's so much going on in this movie. Although, like, at the same time, nothing is happening. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, it's one of those movies. It's like, like short stories. It's like there's... Exactly. Right? It's like it's like three or four different stories happening all at once. This movie could be a choose-your-own-adventure. It Somebody could be decided. and should be. Yeah. A Goosebumps novel. Because, like, this, this, for the rest of what's going on now, it's like the training where, for some reason, I didn't know, and hopefully somebody can correct me, Highly doubt y'all ever will. But like the training when he was in like the well and he was doing his martial arts underwater. What training is that called when the master is sitting up there playing the goddamn skin flute while you're down below in the water? What what the fuck are you learning? I don't know. I have no clue, man. Is it like I don't think you're learning anything. I think you're like honing your conditioning fluid your muscles, I guess. Mom I think the, the, the idea is to like get more stamina by like being weighed down by the water. I have no fucking idea. I doubt that even works. Maybe I mean, it, it does. It would have been better if, hear me out on this, if the master like walked away and Tim Capella was up there with a saxophone oh my God. jamming the fuck out. Yes, that would have been amazing. It been a better scene, man. Or maybe they're together jamming out. Every time Jean-Claude comes up, he's like, I still believe it. He dunks him. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. I'd have loved it. One day, Tim Capella is going to know that we keep talking about him and he's going to send us a fucking fruit basket. Come on the podcast, Tim. Yeah. Let's do it. But like man, I want to go back to like like and talk about how much or like what is going on with this fucking movie. Because like when he's in the village with Mai Lee, that in itself, like that relationship in itself is a fucking story. Yeah. You got his training, which is a fucking story on its own. You have his brother being crippled, which is a story. His revenge arc with Tong Po. There's four things now. And then you have, like, uh, like in the training, even in, like, the training, you also have, like, this weird decision to have him, like, this, I don't even know what you call it. Like, it, it's like this, like, mystic angle inside of that. Where like oh, yeah, he's, where he was having like flashbacks. He's and like shit. experiencing like the training of these ancient warriors. He has a spirit animal, which is a fucking hawk or a some kind of hawk or something like that. Yeah. Like you have all this weird shit happening. It it means none of it means anything. He's the white warrior son. And then you got that weird shit on top of it. Where it's like, didn't even discuss it's like, like they're trying to like make him like this. Like he's like this up and coming, like he's almost like a legend, almost like he's like the white warrior, like he's gonna fucking fix all their fucking problems. Like 
There's too much happening. He's going to fix all our fucking problems. It seems that way. Yeah. Because it seems like this, whatever this gang is, we have no idea what the fuck it is. We never learn what the fuck it is. No. They have this village or this area under their thumb. So mm-hmm. now we have this fucking white Belgium dude fucking coming in who's going to save the day. Yeah. So you have that undertone as well. He don't give a fuck about y'all's problems. He's worried about fucking avenging his brother. Like, this is the weird shit about this movie. Is like There's so much happening and I don't know what to focus on because the love story is just rushed and is kind of out of nowhere and yeah. unnecessary. Because... She seemed really pissed that he fucked them dudes up and fucked their store up. Yeah, but right after that, they're fucking sticking their tongues down their throats. Yeah. And, like, who who's the master? Is that her granddad or uncle? That's her uncle. Her uncle. Yeah, he was all about it. She was like, he did this shit. He's like, yeah. Do it. Yeah, he, he got a chub. That's why he's, he's like, like, I will train him. He's like, if it was me, it'd be a problem, but he's an American, so he gets a pass. Like, what? I'm like, okay. Don't you think it'd be a problem with an American going around whooping I people's guess. asses? I feel like if you do anything there, you just fucking, I don't even know what the fuck you do. Maybe fucking call China up, be like, hey, they're acting a fool over here. Well, no. That fucking mob would have killed his ass. And guess what? Probably. He'd because no one's like a person in America. He had a fucking work visa, I guess. So he's only there for three months. I guess no one would give a shit. No. If he ended up dying, he's in the fucking middle of nowhere. Exactly. Nobody's going to come looking for his ass, man. He went over there. Brother got fucked up. He got fucked up trying to avenge him in the movie. Yeah. But no. Now he gets trained. And this dude's training techniques. I don't... mm -mm. I don't know. He's doing a lot of like weird torture techniques. Dude, this is hilarious. The scene where they're stretching his legs out Mm -hmm. to do a split. Yeah. Just because every... Jean-Claude movie needs to have him do a split. split. Hey, guess what never comes back? Him doing a split. Yeah, the fuck it does. No, it doesn't. Uh Uh-huh. When? When he showed them sick dance moves, son. That's it, though. He did that shit twice. He didn't do it in the end fight. He didn't do a split. He didn't? No. It was for that dance contest. I was waiting for it. Like, my problem is this. Fucking, like, the bar fight scene. So Jean-Claude's gonna be drunk. And then all of a sudden, he whooping everybody's ass, but then he's back to me. He drunken master. He's shit-faced. Yeah. You ain't shit-faced when you're fighting these dudes. He was. He was supposed to be. But then you notice he started acting drunk again afterward. Like, that's how I was getting from this fucking vibe. Yeah. Like, you could tell, like, okay. Why are you so mad at me? Yeah. Because I told him all this bullshit. I told him, you fuck their moms. Like, what? (laughs) What kind of dirty fuck are you, man? Like, the hell? What what if they had pulled a gun out and just shot his ass? That would have been awesome. You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, man, I probably shouldn't be going to this bar... Them Shot him in the spine. Now he's crippled. Yeah. Now it's fucking double dragon, but in wheelchairs. <laughs> <laughs> and they start a basketball league. <laughs> I mean, God, come on. Sidekicks, sidekicks too. That little kid could have been Jean Claw, and he could have learned to walk again. Like, no, oh that's not how this works. But that that whole bar fight scene, it was. I want ball. And my, I mean, it's funny. Like the, that's the, like it's like it's such a pointless. It's not pointless because it it's all about like setting up the fight with Tong Po. Yeah. Like that was the whole point of that. But that shirt he was wearing, you know he didn't get it in the men's department. Oh my god. I'm like glad I, dude, I'm glad you said that. This tank top, did you notice what it was? It looked like a bathing suit. Here's the thing. It zips up in the front. And, and then the, it had latches. The like shoulder? Sp- he had yeah, it's like suspenders. It's like Oshkosh latches. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is this? <laughs> 
I'm telling you, he didn't get in no men's department. It was like suspenders. It was like, I don't understand. I'm wondering if he it like, was his pants off. It was like a boar rat swimsuit. What it makes no... Yes. That's exactly what I thought it would be. Like, it like it was like... Uh, I don't even know what you call those things. I, fucking banana hammocks. I don't know. Because I, it was like, how would you put this thing on? That's what I was thinking about the whole time. Because what does it need these straps because for if it's not tied to you somewhere? There's a zipper in the front, and it has suspender latches on the front as well. So how would you put this thing on? It had to wrap like, through you. Like, what's the point? It had to wrap through your tank, You had to, so. like, put your legs through it or something. Yeah. Like... Mm-mm. Who the fuck? It's wild. I've never seen something like this. He needs to bring it this back must in the movie have, nowadays. This was from his personal collection. It had to be. He's like, man, that shit looks tight. No, it does not. <laughs> even, like, now, I am a 41-year-old man. You ain't never gonna catch me dead wearing that bitch. Not even for a Halloween costume contest. Not only would you not catch me dead in it, I wouldn't even know where to buy it or what to search for. I've never seen something like this in my it's entire life. creepy. This is... Maybe he made it. Like that whole scene, you know, I was paying attention to the fight, shit like that. But I was also, where the fuck did you get this shit? So I'm with you on that. Like, that's all I could think about, Steve. Yeah, like, why this did entire, the last fucking popped off? The entire scene, I was like, that's all I could think about was this weird shirt he was wearing. Mm, I know, it just ruined it. Why couldn't he just wear a black wife beater? A exactly. black tank top? That's all it should be. That's what I thought it was when I, like, originally saw this movie. Because I but remember... It, here's the thing, man. He knows that, like... He can't just wear a black wife beater because, like, if he's doing all these moves, it's going to come untucked. So it's got to wrap into his gooch. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be a nut hugger. It's got to, like, go. It's got to be, like, one of those things that chicks wear. Like a one piece like, swimsuit. Where, attaches. Yeah. Yeah. All riding up in this fucking taint and shit. It's got to be. Like, that. that's what I've been trying to say because you've got to think about it. If it was just a t-shirt, what the fuck are the latches for? No, that, that bitch was skin tight, son. Yes. Yeah. I like we just went on this tangent about what the fuck is this? Somebody tell us. You know, the weird thing is like I've seen this scene so many times. This is the first time I've noticed that shirt he's wearing. Or if you can even call it a shirt. He might have wore the same shit in the Double Impact movie. Or what was the one where it was like him and his twin? It's Double Impact, right? Or Double some shit. Something like that. But it's like, yo, maybe he wore the same thing again because he was like, I really liked it. I'm bringing it back. I've never seen a piece of attire like this. It's fucking creepy, man. I kind of want one. No, no, you just said five minutes ago you'd never get caught dead wearing one. Now you want one. Now I kind of do. As we're talking about it, like maybe I kind of want one. No. Well, I'll wear it. I know you. See, you said you weren't. I wouldn't even put will. pants on. I'll just go around with no shirt on before I wear <laughs> some shit like that. <laughs> That's just being honest. Because I'm Irish. I can't wear... A black shirt like that, and not expect to get sunburned, and now I'd be tanned on my body. I mean, true. Like creepy ass looking, fucking like I was out in Oshkot. Nope, bitch, you motherfucker. <laughs> give me that goddamn beer back. It's a cider, motherfucker. I don't give a shit. It's alcohol. It's blood orange. Blood orange. Mm. I wish there was real blood put in it. it fucking tasted funny as shit. Me too. Cause I'm a vampire. <laughs> You're not Nicholas Cage. <laughs> it ain't nobody kissing your ass. <laughs> what? That's true. So, no, like. I think now is where, even if it's not, this is where the fuck we're going. Where, it don't matter with this movie. Yeah. Let's pick the, up anywhere. The, the the mob guy, Mr. Smith. Sure. Because I don't know his name. Tries to be like, I would like to get a million dollars from you to bet on Tong Po. But then he sets all this shit in motion. And what the fuck? 
This is where it takes like a dark it, turn. Like this movie like already has some dark elements. Like I mean, like we said, like his brother has been crippled. Yeah, he's a goddamn happily. Which I thought was gonna be more of a storyline. Turns out it's not. No. He, does, he there's no redemption. There's no like none of that shit. Mm-mm. But you're right. This is kind of where we're at. Where like this whatever, this like bootleg mobster takes it into his hands to like fix the fight. Yeah. Which man, I don't know if this makes sense. I understand like the kidnapping the brother, but like that's all you really needed to do. Yeah. Like why did you need to rape my Lee? Yeah. Like the fuck, man. And like, like and this is up. some 80s shit. We've talked about this Did, time and time again. They had to have rape. Yeah, gotta have a rape. The only thing this fucking movie didn't have was a car bomb go off. Seriously. Like, it would have hit all the the, the entire checklist if the fucking the gas bomb went off. Like, so hold up, man. When did Miley did she tell Winston she got raped? Or no, she, she told she told her uncle. She told her uncle? Yeah. It was like, I don't want to bring it up to him because he'll get Interfere with his training. Now she told that to Winston. So there's a scene after she gets raped. Did we see her get raped? I don't think you're. We did. we see yes, we see her get brought into the room, and the, you know that she got raped because Tong Po rips her shirt off. Oh, okay, I must have fucking like zoned out because when she just popped up beside the car and was like, Steve, I couldn't fucking believe it when it was happening in front of my face. Oh, I was shit. like, seriously, like why is this going down? This movie's going here. Oh, okay. Yep, I definitely zoned out for these few minutes because she popped up in the car and was like, I was raped. I was like, is this chick making some shit up? So that happens with Tong Po. The next, I think the next scene, she's talking or she's like crying with her uncle. He's holding like her hand and stuff like that. So she clearly had told him what happened and isn't going to tell Frank Dukes. Yeah, (laughs) not tell Mr. Dukes. And then she, you're right. Later on, she tells Winston. Okay. So, yeah. Because Winston is a bitch and he won't help them out. And that's when she tells him. And then he's like, okay, I'll help you. After the dog gets stabbed. Yeah. Like, first off, how hard is it to kidnap a dude in a wheelchair? I don't know. I mean, I'm you an could, asshole. You could literally just walk up and wheel him away. Like, I'm an asshole because I kind of laugh when they tipped it over and they just drug him off. <laughs> like, yo, you ain't getting this chair back, son. Now, the dog, you didn't have to. I can see why he threw the knife. Get off my boy. I guess. But it was like... Do you think you really cared about that guy, though? No, probably not. I feel like while the dog's distracted eating your boy, you, you can just wheel him away. this motherfucker and be done with it. Yeah. And they left the chair because they didn't have a ramp in that van, so they had no reason to put the chair in there. But obviously, I was hoping he was going to learn some like chericata or some shit where he's going to start fucking put some fucking strings on his legs and like pull him with his arms and you start kicking motherfuckers. That'd have been awesome as shit. Power kick. (laughs) Seriously. Or maybe since you ain't got legs no more, homie, Lieutenant Dan, you got power arms. Well, no, his power arms power his power legs where he just like pulls strings and he's just fucking (laughs) bicycle kicking like Liu Kang. He's like rolling and fucking bicycle kicking motherfuckers. Until somebody puts a stick in his spokes. Or you attach the strings to his wheel so when he's wheeling, his legs are kicking. Oh my God. (laughs) That that just went to a dark place. Oh my God. Fucking all flailing around. Holy shit. No, because he strikes... Fucking strings to his fucking legs, and then they get sucked under the wheel, and he gets jerked under the fucking chair. It's just moving. 
<laughs> That's just a risk you got to take. <laughs> it's trial and error, man. You know, going to be bumps and bruises. But guess what? If it's below the belt, you ain't going to feel it. I know I'm joking, but I'm kind of serious, man. <laughs> I thought some like shit was going to go down with this guy. I'm joking, but I'm kind of serious. You're an evil piece of shit. No, I just like <laughs> this movie's so like unbalanced. I thought something weird was going to happen with the brother. Yeah. Nope. Well, something did happen. He got thrown in a van. That's true. But then, you know, so Winston takes the dog to the vet. He gets passed up. The old man, Ian, he decides, oh, we're going to get these motherfuckers. We're going to go rescue the brother. Somehow they do all this while the fight's going on. Yeah. Like, because, you know. It must be, like, right there. Homie's supposed because, to like, the they decide, like, this isn't just a fight. They're going to do it, like, the ancient way. They should have still but I, gummy bears and shit. Which, like, what are we talking about? Like, the ancient way? The ancients put glass on their hands? Like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Like, what the fuck? Why don't you put it on your knees, too, while you're at it? On your bones. Did they have glass? Yeah, they were ancient glass blowers. <laughs> I mean, I don't fucking know. They have Coke bottles back in ancient times? Like, what the fuck are we talking about? You're damn straight they did, son. Pretty sure they were working with clay. That'd been fucking hilarious. Just clay on the fucking glass. That's what I'm talking about. It's like, I don't think this doesn't make sense. Hey, we're good with it, man. They called it audible. <laughs> like I said, it still should have been gummy bears, sprinkles, you know. I agree. Oreo crumbs. I agree. I mean, great. Been like, dude's got whipped cream all over his body, punching the shit out of him with fucking ice cream condiments. Like, what the fuck is going to throw a cherry at him? Listen, like always, I'm probably wrong, but I don't think I am in this situation, Steve. I don't think they had glass in ancient times. I'm, I'm, I will go with you on this journey. I don't think ancient warriors were putting glass on their fucking hemp. They were probably hand braces. Who knows? Gumballs from fucking pine trees. <laughs> oh, yeah. The fucking little thing. Fucking poking you in the fucking eye, man. That would hurt like hell. Mm-hmm. Especially behind somebody's fist. Jesus sure. Christ. They'll be like, let's do this the ancient ways. Uh, Take the gloves off. What? Steve, can I ask you a question? Sure. Why did this movie try to fool us into believing that the person breaking in and helping the, uh, oh, what's uncle's name? Ian. Ian, why did the movie try to trick us into believing this was someone other than Winston? Yeah. Why would they do that? I mean, he showed up with a fucking M16 with a two or three grenade launcher, he for is, Christ's sakes. This movie puts him in shadow as if, as if we wouldn't know who this was. Yeah. Hey, who else would it be? Carl Weathers? Do we think Carl Weathers is going to show up? That would have been awesome. I would have been down with that. Me too. No, no, you know what would have been better? Emmanuel Lewis. It just instead of Winston, it was Webster. And he showed up, started fucking shit up, and he's three foot eight. Like this is the moment where I was like, oh, the filmmakers are on drugs. They're on drugs. Because like who there's no one else in this movie that this would be. Why is he in the shadows? Why are we not seeing his face? Yeah. For him to show up. And then he was like all decked out like in Camouflage did did the like, filmmakers think that we would believe that a new character is being introduced? The way that this movie was going and throwing random curveballs? Sure. Possibly. I guess that's kind of fair. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> who the fuck knows? It's just, why? Why? Like, but Winston comes in. The only good part about this whole scene was the hook at the end. Yes. When he hooked I like that. balls. That was nice. 
Because you stabbed my fucking dog. Yeah. So technically now you're a fucking murderer because you know you didn't get that guy off the hook. Well, no, no, no. You leave him to die. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Take him off the hook and then he dies on the ground? Like, no, just leave him on the hook. Yeah. I mean, I guess technically you wouldn't have no prints, but I don't know if Tyler's really doing prints. No, man. We're in the fucking sticks. Fuck him. Street justice, son. I don't think, yeah, I don't think Ian gives a shit. I don't think he's not a murderer. No. And Winston's clearly a fucking murderer. Yeah. Except he didn't help his fucking boy. I don't don't want your blood on my hands. Yeah. I'm special forces. Shut up. He's special ed forces. <laughs> so. Dude, it would have been awesome if he just, he had no military affiliation at He all. was just fucking lying just the whole fucking, fucking time. Stolen valor. <laughs> <laughs> like, what in the fuck are you doing, Winston? Oh like, he, uh, just, he just really liked tie hookers. Yeah, and that's why he stayed. Yeah. I got this. It's cheap and it's fun. What? Hold he on. just went to a fucking surplus store and grabbed some fucking <laughs> camos. <laughs> fucking Winston's Army surplus. Yeah, I got my camos and a box of cigars. I always wish I would have joined the service, but I never yeah. had the balls to do it. But I bought his surplus store. What? <laughs> Hold on, fuck stick. It's not how this works. Oh, my God. But they did all this. I don't know how many rounds this fight was supposed to be. I'm guessing 12, maybe. <laughs> but they did all this. By the time it got to, like, the last round. I don't even know. Like, Yo, we only see, like, three rounds go by. Kurt would have been fucked up by the time they showed up. This is 80s garbage. The end of this movie? Yeah. Is 80s garbage. Now. Instead of having a good fight, instead of just having, like, a dynamic story with a dynamic fight, we just have him getting his ass kicked for a bit, he sees his brother, and then he just wins oh, the fight. Oh, hold up. We left one part out, though, when Tong Po said that dirty-ass shit. Like, yeah, you bleed like my Lee. Jesus like, God damn, Christ. dude. Like, white? Really? It's just fucked up. Really? Fucking 80s, son. And he's like, tell me the truth. Yeah. Hey, dude, he sounds like Arnold in this movie. You notice that? Tell me the truth. <laughs> Multiple times he sounded like Arnold. And then my Lee's like, yeah. It happened. How many times in this movie did Miley say she got raped? Yeah. How many times? She had to throw that shit out there, son. Six times? Yeah. Like, Tom Poe kept coming back in the room. So dude. every time was a new time. Like, Jesus, man. Like, this dude took a blue chew and he just Stop telling coming. me you got raped. Please. Yeah. yeah, it's like, stop it. Go talk to a counselor. I didn't want it to be in this movie to begin with, let alone I don't want to hear it ten times. Yeah. Like, whatever, but... That that one sentence from Tom Poe. I feel like this is like that's way more dark than I think they realize that it is. Yeah, it's fu- that dude. That's pitch black dark. That's fucked up. Like, stop throwing it in our fucking face. Like, she could have said it that one time, been done with it. Maybe finally said it to old Jean Claude. Be done with it. twice. That's all you need. It makes my boner go way down. <laughs> like, god damn, that's dark. Look, Phil Poe. Let me tell you how this works. <laughs> Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But I agree. They didn't have to keep throwing it in our face. Tong Po didn't have to say that dirty ass shit. Seriously. Even though when he said it, I kind of chuckled because I was like, God damn, that's dark as fuck. Because at this point, you like at this point, you need to kill Tong Po. Yeah. He needs to die. Yeah, you don't need to be doing this bullshit. I don't need you to kick him 15 times. I need you to like stab him to death. Yeah, because like, hold up. So whole girl tells him. He obviously gets confirmation from Tom Poe. His brother whistles. Now, all of a sudden, Tom Poe don't know how to fight no more? 
Apparently not. Nah, nah. What, what, did you let the secret out and now you lost all fucking willpower? And that's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, this is shit. This is garbage. It, like, it's just so bad. Like, it just makes no sense at all. Like, no. you can't just have him getting the shit kicked out of him and then magically he's like, oh, no, I've been faking it the whole time and then just kicks the living shit out of Tong Po. Yeah, like, you know, you know what it kind of reminds me of? Well, I was bullshit going on. All this random shit. This had to be like Christopher Nolan's first movie at trying to fucking trick the audience and shit Inception style. Because <laughs> all the shit you're throwing in there. No, no, come on, man. Too much is going on. This is horse shit. And then the movie just ends. Well, like, oh, well, he had to kick Mr. Smith, the gangster. Yes. For no reason. He hits Tong Po's last hit, and then right after he hits the, I don't even know this guy's name. Mr. Smith. And then everybody's cheering. And then... Credits roll. Credits. What? Risking it all. Going to the top. Like, guess what? (laughs) Your brother couldn't get the first floor because they were not handicap accessible (laughs) in this establishment. (laughs) How did he get to the first floor? Did he just ride He doesn't have his wheelchair anymore. Yeah. (laughs) He's just sitting in a wooden chair like, woo. (laughs) Yeah. As everyone's filing out, he's just like, And and we totally missed this shit. When Tong Po, before he crippled him, Earlier, how fucking strong was Tom Poe to rip that world belt in half? I know, man. Bitch, this ain't a phone book, son. Like, did Mai Lee sew it back together? She she must have. Because it's there at the end. You know what else she sewed back together? Oh, no. Steve, no. <laughs> I, I God damn. I'm sorry, dark humor. <laughs> very, very bad. <laughs> oh, God. This movie hurt my soul, man. The ending is like the risking it. No. That's basically what, like, I know it's not that song, but it is basically that song. (laughs) Pretty much. Like, taking a chance, risking it all. All for this moment. (laughs) Ancient Way Champion. You know, like, what what the fuck ever? You know, this is an exhibition fight that was on Showtime. It wasn't even on pay per view. It takes a white man to kill the Asian man. The white boy. <laughs> like, racist as fuck. Ugh. Mm. I mean. Oh, no, I kind of liked it, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I kind of liked it. I kind of did. Like, it was so weird that I was just like, I can't hate this movie. No, I mean, it's entertaining, but it's. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, it's not good. No. It is not good. I, I'm going to give this four Tong Po ponytails. I'm going to go ahead and give this... I give it six bare clapped men cheeks out of ten. I'm glad you didn't say anything. Because that's something we didn't talk about. The ass cheeks, the male ass cheeks in the fucking end of this movie. Oh, God. The no. amount of ass cheeks... I didn't even talk about how Tong Po... Look like West Studi for fucking last of the goddamn Mohicans. I know. Like, yo, the fuck is going on here? And then the last fight, didn't Tong Po show up with a black eye already? Like, yo, how'd you get that black eye already? It did son? look like it, yeah. yeah. My Lee popped him in the fucking eye. Sure. She Probably had to. bit him in the face with. or some shit. She had to. She was a fighter. Like, I give this movie a six because, like, it's so fucking weird and, like, tonally all over the place that I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> You kind of got a half. Because it was like, kind of, it was kind of just like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> and I kind of liked it. <laughs> Goddamn train wreck. I was like, this is a fucking train. Exactly. This I is a fucking. I me. can't stop looking at it. I mean, 
Like I said, it, it's, it's not good. Movie. Do it's not, not good. Yeah, it is not good. And I mean, like out of eight movies that are kickboxer, if this is the first one and normal series go downhill, God knows what happens. And here's the thing: we will do the sequel. We might. I would probably say we're not going to go any farther than that. Unless, unless the unless the sequel blows my fucking socks off, yeah, we probably won't go any farther than that. Or unless you tell us to, and then we'll have to. True, and then we'll have to. Then you'll have to see our fucking sadness. <laughs> but I don't know. I have a hard time saying I enjoyed it, but I did kind of enjoy it. I have a hard time saying it, but I did kind of because it's not good. It's bad. Mm, you're just a bad person. So, what what are we doing next week? <sighs> I don't know. We're just going mystery. But we didn't talk about it. We've been gone for two weeks and we haven't talked about it at all. So I don't fucking know. Guess what? This is the end of the goddamn show, people. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. So, yeah. Next next, week, we're going to come at you with a new podcast called Food for Thought. (laughs) Next week will be a surprise. That's right. And you'll fucking enjoy it. But before you get that surprise, feel free to share us with your fucking friends unless they're all imaginary. We don't need that shit. I mean, if you got imaginary friends, like go ahead, share it. Go ahead. <laughs> All of a sudden, their radio starts turning and shit like that. <laughs> Alexa, play Trash for Brains. <laughs> yeah, the best thing you could do is share us with friends. Yeah. Aside from that, the best thing you can do is uh, give us a rating on iTunes or Amazon, I think. And other than that, we would love for you to recommend movies to us. Really, the easiest way you can is either Instagram, Facebook, or email. Email is trashforbrains at gmail.com. That's trashferbrains at gmail.com. Yeah. Well, just do that, man. I mean. And that's about it. Better fucking do it. <laughs> you better. We get some. We want more. We want it all. But other than that, I'm good. I'm, done I'm good, homie. Good. Goodbye. I'm out. <laughs>